Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out. Find all the contact information on the almost famous page at 959WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD wherever you find your podcasts or head over to AlmostFamousRadio.com. So it's our first show of the new year, so Happy New Year to you, and I'm excited to welcome our first guest of 2024. He's been here before, but it's been a long time since he's been here last, and that would be Brian McKenzie. How you doing, my friend? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. So what's been new with you? It's been, uh, I think, two or three years since you've been here last. Yeah, I think I the think last time was 2021? I think you're right. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, and uh, yeah, right, that's three years. Holy moly. <laughs> Things have been good. I got a new single that I put out called... Technicolor Moments, and that came out, and I'm actually working on a new EP that's going to be out um, hopefully by the end of January that's kind of some darker material, a little more personal, a little, uh, little different than, than the stuff I've been doing so far. I had a chance to preview a, a few of the songs, and they sound really, really cool. Are we going to be hearing some of those tonight? Yes, yep, and I have not played these live, so bear with me. All right. <laughs> Before we get too much further, share with us your website and your social information if people want to follow along tonight. Sure. My website is brianmckenzie.com, and that's B-R-I-A-N-M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E.com. Brian McKenzie Music across the board is, you know, that's where you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, whatnot. I don't have a TikTok, just so you know. <laughs> you mentioned Technicolor Moments. You mentioned uh, the new EP that's coming out at the end of this month. Yes. The other music that's available, what is out there if people want to check you out? I've got a few albums. I have one EP called Bruising from the Fall. I've got an album called Looking Over Yesterday and my first album called Resolution, which is a little more on the old school countryside, but um, the, stu- the, uh, the newer material is a little more singer-songwriter, a little more singer-songwriter rock. Fantastic. And uh, other than the EP coming out this month, any uh, plans that you can let us know about in preview for the new year? Um, the goal is, honestly, with, with this EP, I'm so excited about these songs that I, I, I want to have a video for each song and have it have a whole story behind it and uh, just kind of keep going with this recording and just um, get it out there visually and uh, audio. I can't wait. Let's start off with some music. What are we listening to first? So this is a song called 90 Proof Tears. Um, It's the first song I finished for the EP. And um, yeah, here it (laughs) is. Let's hear it. Brian McKenzie live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Thanks.
connected to the test The rise is just your fork The pool like a suicide Brian McKenzie on the tiny stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Talk about that song. It's kind of a departure in sound from what uh, I'm used to hearing from you. Yeah, it's, you know, these tunes themselves are um, kind of more like poetry-wise versus um, how I typically write. Um, I, I printed out all my lyrics and I was looking at it and was, there's no really set chorus or anything like that. It's kind of just a vibe and a mood and um, just kind of personal material i guess that i just try to get out there and i deal with depression so these are songs that i write when i'm in those kind of moments just to get them out there and have them have a life rather than just live in my room whenever that's what i feel like playing when i'm in that zone or something um i feel like i you know wanted to get them out there and and maybe somebody else can listen to them when they're in that zone and that's the cool thing about music is it can help people exactly well let's go back in time Talk to us about your very first music memory. When did music first become part of your life, whether it's a a song you heard or when you first started playing music yourself? Take us back to what you think of when you think of music for the first time in your life. My mom and dad played music a lot. Um, They always had the vinyl going uh, when I was a kid. But I think it was mostly in, say, like the 80s with the whole uh, 80s rock bands that came out back then. You know, I was a little kid jamming out to Bon Jovi the day. (laughs) And uh, I just remember... um, I don't know if I told you this before, I think I did, but uh, I um, I used to have this badminton racket, and I would play that, stand on my bed and, and play that and pretend to be like the guys on MTV, you know. And uh, You still have it? Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hanging from a guitar, exactly, one of the guitar yeah. stands. And my parents walked in, they, I saw the door, the door was like, you know, pushed open a little bit, and they were both staring at me while I was doing that, and I was so embarrassed, and 
my mother said to my father, I, th I think you need to buy him a guitar. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> so uh, the guitar came soon after that. And, uh, but yeah, that was, that was kind of what kicked it all off was just watching all these guys rock out on MTV back in the day, you know? So when did it shift from being a hobby to actually evolving into a career? Well, in, uh, in high school, um, I, I was friends with a bunch of other musicians in the high school I went to, I went to LaSalle and, and, uh, that was in Providence, Rhode Island. I started this band outside of, you know, extracurricular band, uh, started a metal band and, um, we became pretty good actually. And then, um, once we kept going with that, we ended up getting signed by a division of Warner Brothers and, uh, and touring. And I was like, you know, 20, I think I was 19 when we got signed. And then, you know, not even old enough to play half the places we played over the country. I had to, I just sit in one of the corners of the, of the, of the club, like over by the popcorn machine or something, <laughs> wherever, wherever they could put me. Did that for a few years anyway. So, but I got a taste of, you know, going from playing in high school to playing with like Sublime and some other bands that we ended up touring with. And, uh, that was, uh, quite the step. And then to not do that anymore was pretty tough because you go high and then you go pretty low. And then I found my own place with my own music and I've been doing that ever since. So even by today's standards, 19 is still fairly young to be signed to a major label. Right. How did that change the direction of your life? Uh, I did quite a bit, really, because I was actually, I, I had done one semester at uh, Rhode Island College right out of high school. And then, uh, I was dating a girl that gave me mono, <laughs> so, oh, so I ended up dropping out for my second semester, and it kind of worked out because my family moved to like Virginia for I want I'm not even kidding you I think for two days, and then my mom was like I got I don't want to do this, <laughs> so we so we moved back, and the band got back together, and and uh, it kind of all fell together because we had somebody who could shop the the album, and uh, next thing you know, um, this this guy Larry Jacobson from uh, Time Warner and Giant Records w reached out and flew out to see us, and uh, next thing you know, we were uh, we had a record label, so it changed a lot of things. I mean, I could have been just doing whatever my college degree would happen to be, and then I ended up doing that. But so, how long did it take you to get used to the road life? Well, you know, getting signed at nineteen, getting you know a a publishing deal hitting the road? When did it actually settle in that like this is happening to you? You know, I never really got used to it, to be honest with you. It's funny because I always, you know, there's, sometimes I would kind of kick myself for, for leaving that band because when I did, even though they were my, my tunes mostly, they ended up doing OzFest 98 and then some, you know, pretty cool stuff and they toured Europe and whatnot. And uh, I spent a lot of time like kind of upset that I had left the band and, and, and did that. But then I think and like there was no way that I'd be able to I don't know. I'm not like a share a bus and stay up and party all night. And, you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not a really a road life guy. I'm like, give me a hotel. You know, I'm not going to beg to sleep on people's floors anymore and, and none of that stuff. So it was uh, it was tough to get used to. But um, once I started doing it my way with doing, you know, when I do my, when I book my own tours and what if I go down to Nashville and Austin and whatnot and do the hotel thing and, and do that. I mean, that's, that's a, that, that is great. But the five guys in a van thing, not so much. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue with your music. What are we listening to next? Uh, let me just make sure I'm in tune here. Sorry. This song is called Will It Fall? I did release this before. However, um, this is the remastered version and it was supposed to be on this EP from the get go. So I pu I'm putting the remastered version on that, and this is uh, part of that whole selection of, uh, of, of songs. Let's hear it. Brian McKenzie on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Very good. I'm not an ordinary man With a customary plan 
traveling foots inside of me on an anxious against the trails and across the iron rails wander steady among adventurous souls crying out with each Mackenzie on the tiny stage sounding phenomenal tonight 95.9 WATD talk to us about that song how did that one happen it's a play on anxiety basically I deal with anxiety as you might tell by my voice here and there <laughs> sound great to me oh thank you <laughs> I kind of equate it with like 
just trying to find myself and trying to find the path and, and whatnot and uh, just kind of crawling through the desert sands and, and going through the the woods of, you know, where, where the ghosts past are and, and whatnot and just kind of making a story of, of uh, my, my journey to uh, find my way, I guess. You've got an EP dropping at the end of the month and you mentioned off air this is uh, going to be released in two parts, so give us the details on what's coming first. Yeah, I'm going to do four songs first. Those two and then another two that I'm going to play today and then... Uh, and then probably about a month after that, I'm going to do the um, the other three, possibly four. The reason I'm doing that is these songs are done and, and they have a vibe. They're not just acoustic and, and vocal. They have a kind of a almost, um, I don't know, almost like an Elliott Smith meets Depeche Mode kind of a vibe. Okay. There's, a, there's some different interesting stuff going on and uh, they, they do kind of take you on a little little journey, which is nice. But to me, they're winter songs. And they're fall songs because I deal with some seasonal stuff sometimes. So it's just uh, that's when I write them. That's what I picture. That's the mood that's to me. So I just couldn't really imagine kind of putting those out in the spring when everybody wants to be, you know, on a surfboard. So <laughs> Have you decided on like on the different names between the two? You know, I think I'm going to just do a part one and part two. But uh, I, I right now the working title is Undertow, which is the uh, one of the songs that's on the album. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And if somebody wants to stay up to date on you and, and the, the progress of the EPs, where's the best place to go? I would say go to brianmckenzie.com, but also uh, I, I tend to use Instagram quite a bit, Brian McKenzie Music, and Facebook at Brian McKenzie Music as well. Fantastic. And YouTube. Any, YouTube. <laughs> any shows lined up for the new year yet? Uh, I do have a show in March. I forgot what the date is, but I'm playing with Jeff Bird and Dirty Finch. In, uh, in oh, they're East great. Yeah, I love Jeff. He's awesome. He's a, I've been playing with Jeff for a long time. I just played with him recently at the uh, Parlor in Providence, and they're back together, and he's got new tunes. They've got, they have new tunes, and, and they sound great. I usually wait for uh, later in the show to ask this, but I'll throw it out right now. So some of the local artists you're listening to. You know, Jeff, of course, uh, there's a band called High Plains uh, in Providence that I'm a big fan of as well. But uh, I, I think Lainey, of course, is, is unbelievable. And, yeah, and Lainey Dion is yes, amazing. She's, she's fantastic. She's a pro. And, uh, and Mary, Mary McAvoy. She's great, so too. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah, she's fantastic. So they, they just they have something really there. And uh, the best of them because they're, you know, I hope they uh, get out there and... and Achieve what they want with it because they're, they're really talented. If you were to put together your dream bill of artists to play with, who would it be? I mean, that actually, to me, that sounds like a great <laughs> <laughs> you know, We'll do Jeff and uh, Jeff Bird and uh, High Plains and, and Laney and Mary. That'd be great. <laughs> Fantastic. We are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour, where we have a lot to get to. More music from Brian McKenzie, too, on the way. 95.9 WATD, almost famous. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, and we'll be back in just a few. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. And tonight, our first show of 2024, I'm being joined in studio by Brian McKenzie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. I know. Thank you so much for having me. I love being here. So for those who missed the first few times you've been here, give us an introduction. Who is Brian McKenzie? I am Brian McKenzie, singer-songwriter from Rhode Island. I don't know how I would describe the music. 
because I am a little bit all over the place sometimes, which is good and bad, <laughs> depending if you want to pigeonhole. But no, singer-songwriter from Rhode Island. And if you want to check out this stuff, just go to brianmckenzie.com or Brian McKenzie Music on any of the social platforms. And the available music, including a new EP coming out this month. What's yes. out there? Uh, I have Bruiser from the Fall. I got a few albums. I got two albums and an EP. Bruiser from the Fall is my, uh, it's probably my all-time favorite. And then I have uh, Looking Over Yesterday and Resolution. Excellent. And a few singles as well. Fantastic. And the, the EP is coming out at the end of the month. Can you give us any uh, information on what to expect? Maybe a, an approximate release date? And I know you mentioned it's coming out in two parts. Two parts. I think the end of January is, is, a, is a pretty good. I don't have the exact date yet, but that's that's the goal. And I'm going to yeah. do whatever I can to make that Follow happen. the socials. Follow the website. It'll exactly. all be there. Yep. Let's just keep on rolling with your music because I'm loving what I'm hearing so far. So oh, what are we you. listening to next? Um, this is probably the... Darkest tune I've written to I've written so far. Though this song's called Undertow, and uh, it's a little um, kind of finger picking, uh, intricate stuff going on here too. So I got to try to pay attention to <laughs> to both to it's make it right. happen, right? But uh, I won't make eye see, contact. We'll see what happens. Like I said, this is also the first time I played this out, but uh, this song's called Undertow. Let's hear it, Brian McKenzie on the Tiny Stage, ninety five nine WHD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Follow me now. 
That was cool. Loved the dynamics in that song. Oh, Talk so about much. how that one happened. Brian McKenzie on the tiny stage. Thank you so much. WATD. I actually wrote that song a while ago. I, I, I think I've had that song, if, believe it or not, for maybe about 12 years. I never really found a, a place for it because of the content and because of, um, I don't know, it didn't really fit on my other albums, And but this this particular project, I thought it would be perfect, and I, I just wanted to get it out there because I, it is a song that stuck with me for all these years, and I, I did really like to play it, and uh, I just wanted it to have a life. As I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, some of these songs are kind of a departure in sound from what at least I'm used to hearing from right. you. First of all, talk about how you discovered the sound that we're listening to and and the evolution of your songwriting. Well, oddly enough, um, this is kind of what I started with, and this this vibe and, and this particular stuff is, is really what I would write after I left the metal band. This is the kind of the stuff that I, I, I really kind of came from my soul and then I switched over and got into more things and got into, um, you know, earlier country and that kind of thing. But this is kind of a homecoming for me, if nothing else, really, because it's it, it's the true... I feel like this is my true singer-songwriter self, and this is really what's inside me and, and what I wanted to get out there. The recordings themselves are coming out pretty great um, as far as uh, the production-wise, because Bruce Pierce over at Mooncusser, which is in uh, Upton, Mass. I'm recording with him, and, and the sounds we're getting, and, and the uh, the dynamics, and, and it's it's really, I'm, I'm so thrilled with the way that the album's coming out that uh, I, can't, I can't wait to get it out there. Once you left the band, you started doing your solo stuff, the stuff we're hearing tonight. How did you find your place and your people within the community that kind of helped influence and helped you move forward in your music career? You know, that's a good question. A lot of them, um, I think I was still friends with from the music world that I came from as far as touring and, and whatnot, because um, not everybody was just into that particular type of music, you know. And then just by playing out, I mean, um, I got hooked up with a few people through the Americana Fest. I, I did that a bunch of times when I was up in Boston. And just playing shows, really, and just kind of uh, getting, out, getting out there and, and meeting the people that... Uh, I really would like to have on the albums or like to play a show with or, or whatever it would be. Once you found that sound and once you found those people, how quickly did things start to move forward? Fairly quickly, because I, 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 um, I tend to, whether I have a band or not, I will keep playing and I'll keep doing my thing. So I think that, um, you know, it comes together pretty quickly, but I, I think I still at least can rely on the fact that if I can't have all these guys with me, then I'm still going to go and do my thing. And I'm trying to think back in time. Did I know you before the Americana Festival, or is that where we met I originally? I think that's where I met you, actually, yeah. I and forgot like, that that's how I met you. In Harvard Square, <laughs> wasn't that? Like it's exactly, yes, yes. Yep. 
Yeah, I think that was over by, um, was that the outdoor one that time or was that the over at uh, Charlie's Kitchen or something? It might have been Charlie's Kitchen and yeah. they had one um, upstairs at the old, what used to be the House of Blues. Oh, right. Yes. Yep. Is that too? Yeah. But I think it was Charlie's Kitchen that I met you. It might have been. Yeah. yeah. That was that. Good times. <laughs> I know. Exactly. That was fun. <laughs> Way back when. So uh, show with us again the website, the socials, if people want to follow along tonight. I want to keep hammering this out there. Sure. Yeah. It's brianmckenzie.com and it's B-R-I-A-N-M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E.com. Great. Let's keep rolling with the music. What are we listening to next? Uh, I think this is going to be another tune from the EP and then I'll do um, some stuff that's not. But um, sorry for the paper here. This is a song, this is a kind of a really short song, but it just, it's a vibe and um, I just wanted to kind of keep that vibe with the album. I think, you know, as far as if there was any place that this song was going to live, it was going to be on this project. And so I just figured, let's, let's put it on there. It's called Going Away. Let's hear it. Brian McKenzie, 95.9 WATD Live on the Tiny Stage. Kenzie on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that one. How did that song happen? I guess it's a more of a relationship thing and, and, uh, and also a winter thing. And, and just 
Sometimes I lose my mind in the in the in the you know come winter time. <laughs> Things tend to fall apart in the fall and the winter, like previously in my life, and that was just kind of one of the instances in particular that I uh, kind of put together and, and put it down. Your music has taken you all over the country and the world, especially you know with the band. I know for a little while you lived in Austin, Texas. I think it was. Yes, it did, and Nashville too. And Nashville too. Mm-hmm. You keep ending up back in New England. What keeps calling you back to this area? <laughs> uh, it's my family. You know, I, uh, I lost my dad uh, a few years ago, and, and I just want to be around for, for my family. So, you know, if I need to just make the trips to go to those places, then, then, I, then I do that. But, um, of course, I miss it, miss it a lot. But um, I do love being with my family. So you have to, I don't know, you have to weigh it out and, and see what's more important sometimes or try to make them both work or whatever it is. But I feel like if I still lived in Austin or if I still lived in Nashville— I wouldn't feel right about it. And, you know, when I'm here, I don't feel right about it. <laughs> so, you know, just trying to make a happy balance is really uh, is, is what it's all about. But I do love New England. And I mean, I, need, I love the ocean. I, as much as I love Austin and as much as I love Nashville. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, I, if I can't go to the, the beach, then forget it. The, the beach is my church. You know, like the beach is where I go to kind of become one with... Uh, Whatever the, the, the universe, universe exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I need it, and uh, and and that's kind of you know I, I don't think I would be able to live somewhere that's not a just a you know under an hour to get there by any means. One thing that all those places you've lived in has in common is they both have incredible music communities. How would you compare those music communities to the ones that we have here in the Boston, Providence, and New England area? To me, it's a little, it's a lot different, um, but I also maybe don't get out much as, as much as to find out what's really out there um, here locally. I tend to uh, gravitate more toward the Nashville-Austin thing because um, I do have a lot of singer-songwriter friends, and I do play out there quite a bit, and I do uh, kind of love the whole vibe over there when I do that. I think a lot of times, too, the, the amount of time I spend here working <laughs> takes up a lot of the time that I could be out there doing something cool in the scene. But, um, you know, Providence does have a good scene. I do love it down. I, I'm going to mention a lot of Rhode Island things because that's where I'm from. But Westerly has a great thing going on down there, too, in, like, you know, eastern part of Connecticut. So there, there is some there are some pockets of really cool things. I need to explore the Boston thing more. It's been a long time since I played up in Boston. For an aspiring singer-songwriter listening right now, what advice would you give them to maybe get their feet wet? You know, I think the best way to start really is open mics, because you meet some cool people, you hear some cool songs, you get to do your stuff, and you get to practice playing it out, which is great. You get to see how people react to your songs, you get to get inspired by other people's songs, and and you get to make some contacts, some friends, whatever, and hopefully be heard by other people that want you to play in other places. What was your first open mic experience like, just out of curiosity? My first open mic was in Nashville, so I kind of went right in. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, it, was, it, was, it was tough. I mean, um, it was fun. I, I think that I had a lot more, um, I was a lot more free back then, so I think that it was kind of like, oh, this was great. But now I'd probably overthink the whole thing and, and just jump in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I do like it. I do it. It's been a while since I did an open mic, to be honest with you. But um, I, I would love to do that again, just to see you know how it is now versus when I used to do it way back. That's Brian McKenzie, the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, our first show of 2024. We have two more songs left. So what are we listening to next? Um, this is a song that's on um, my album, Looking Over Yesterday. This is a song called Holding On. It's kind of my ode to all artists out there and, and, and all musicians, whatever the art form is. We know that we're just, we have to do it just because we not, might not make a living doing it. We may not be famous doing it, but we just have to do it because it's in our soul. So 
Uh, that's what this song is all about. Let's hear it. Brian McKenzie on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Hope it won't always be this way, waiting on what other people say. Do they share my influences? Will they understand it anyway? TV mails unanswered, phone calls unreturned. Still, nothing else makes me feel this way. So I'm gonna Personal will, my bitter heart's jail. 
this way Waiting on what other people say Brian McKenzie on the tiny stage, sounding fantastic tonight. WATV, take us back and talk about that song. How did that song happen? Yeah, it was just, it's literally, some of the some of the sentences were literally, I mean, I would, you know, just wait for people to get back to me and the emails and whatnot and the phone calls and you're just sitting there waiting like, oh my God, like, can I just move forward at all? And it gets a little frustrating, you know, to the point where sometimes you just don't want to do it and then you just kind of like, you know what? Screw it. I mean, this is me. This is what I do. And, and let me write a song about it instead. <laughs> and so this is that song. We've been talking about the new EP that's coming out at the end of the month. When did you realize it was time to put out a new body of work? It's been a while. I, my last EP, I think, was 2017, maybe, or 2018. I did two singles since then, but it was time for something bigger than that. Even though I'm going to re- release it in two parts, I'm going to end up putting it on vinyl and, and do the whole thing That's as great. one piece. Yeah, finally. I've, I've, I don't have anything on vinyl. I collect vinyl like crazy. I have none of my own stuff on vinyl. <laughs> and it needs to happen. So, <laughs> Talk about the musicians that are on the EP. Who's playing with you? So I do all guitars and I do all the vocals. My sister might actually end up helping me do um, harmonies on some of the tunes. Kevin Christensen is a bass player up in Upton, and he's, he's done a great job on there. And... Um, he also plays drums, so he, he does both. And he lives across the street from Bruce, who's recording me. So he just walks over and literally just not even a guitar case. He just had his <laughs> bass in his hand and walked down the stairs. And it's the project is pretty much just us. And so it, it kind of works out pretty well. I mean, I, I enjoy doing that because I like to layer a lot of things. And I like to add all my own guitar lines and whatnot. And that, that, that's the most fun I have in the studio is just give me my Gretsch and my, and my amp and just let me go to town over my tunes. I love it. <laughs> now, how does that compare to like Bruising from the Fall? Is that, was that a similar type project? Somewhat. Um, I had more of a, a band there, but I always do my own guitars from all my albums. So it, whether the, the bass player and the drummer might, might change here and there um, for the recording stuff, but for the most part, it's it kind of the same. It's me doing all the guitars and vocals and, and my sister helping do harmonies. And then, you know, I have the luxury of having on, on bass and, and drums. Fantastic. That is Brian McKenzie, the new EP due out at the end of the month. You can follow the Facebook and the Instagram for details on that and the website as well. We are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? It does. And I think if it's, um, I'm going to play my single that I just released, which I would love to talk a little bit about as well. Absolutely. We'll do that after the break. Great here. 95.9 WATD brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back for the final time and the first time in 2024 to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass and our first guest, of 2024 is singer-songwriter Brian McKenzie. Welcome back. How you doing, my friend? Welcome back. Happy New Year. Yeah. So uh, you, we've been talking all night about the new EP, but before we get to that, uh, one final time, give us an introduction. I'm Brian McKenzie, singer-songwriter Brian McKenzie, based out of Providence, Rhode Island area. And if you want to check out my tunes, uh, you can go to my website, brianmckenzie.com or Brian McKenzie Music on social. Excellent. And uh, new EP coming out at the end of the month, kind of uh, the first in, in a two-part series. So Give us the details on that. Yep, new EP coming out, a little bit darker stuff, a um, little vibey, and um, something perfect for uh, for a good fall day. I Fantastic. mean, winter. When is it winter? Winter day. Before we uh, close out the night and, and hear the final song and talk about the final song, a question that I've been asking quite a bit this year, and that is, a song you wish you had written. A song I wish I had written. If you could pick one, what would it be? 
That's a good one. Um, you know what's funny? I don't know who the actual writers are, but um, believe it or not, uh, Miranda Lambert, The House That Built Me. That is a great song. That song is fantastic. Just lyrically and, and the melody, like that's just that always stuck out to me. Like, this is an unbelievably well-crafted song. And I think that that would have been pretty great if I could have done that. <laughs> well, your music, it's coming out at the end of the month here. And uh, we're closing out with the single you just released. So... Give us the details on this, and then let's hear it. Yeah, so this is more of a rock tune, so I'm going to rock it up on the acoustic here. But um, this song's called Technicolor Moments. I put it out this summer, and um, there's a very cool video for it. It's, uh, I, I had this idea of it being that I'm, I'm writing uh, basically a script, and, and, and it has storyboards and whatnot, because I actually do that. I work in the film business on the, on the side, too. And uh, I have a buddy of mine who actually does do storyboards, and I met with him, and he animated the whole video, and it was so, so damn cool. I'm so happy with the way it came out, but between the, the song itself and the recording on that, and then and then the video he did, I'm just, I'm super psyched. That's on my, uh, my website and my YouTube page. Fantastic. Well, let's hear it. Brian, thank you again for making this work tonight. Thank and you so much. best of luck with the, the new EPs and everything else this year, and hopefully we can, we can catch up again before, you know, Another two or three years. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that sounds great. <laughs> Thanks so much. 95.9 WHD, one final time, the tiny stage is yours. Cool. 
Change. 